Hey, we're glad you're with us. Welcome to the chat. I'm your host, Ryan Henry, and I'm absolutely happy to have my guest in studio today. A good friend of mine, Eric Vickers, is pastor of Praise Cathedral a Church of God here in Cookville. Eric, good to see you, buddy. Hey, thank you. Good to see you, too. I'm, I'm happy that uh, – thanks for joining me. I know you got plenty going on in your life. It's it's summertime as we talk. You just got back from camp meeting. you got uh, camp coming up and uh, a busy guy. Thanks for taking time to visit with us. Well, my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. I, we were together the other day having having breakfast, and uh, and we were t- kind of talking about our backgrounds and, and how we came up and uh, and uh, similar in a way. And uh, and I want I want our audience to get to know you, and then we want to talk about your ministry, your pastor at, at the Praise Cathedral. Um, but you were like me; uh, you were fortunate enough, uh, and sometimes we felt like we were maybe unfortunate. But as we look back on our, our childhood, fortunate enough to have somebody that kept us in church. And I think you told me I thought it was funny. You said uh, you said you were born on a Thursday, and you were in church on Sunday. So that's kind of how your life started. Talk about your raising and how that happened in your life. You probably the youngest person in church that particular day, anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, I was uh, I was. Uh, uh, Raised in the All Good Church of God there in uh, All Good, grew up in All Good. Uh, and so, yeah, I had it fortunate to have a uh, godly and spiritual, Holy Spirit filled grandmother and a godly mother that uh, kept me in church. And uh, so that's all I've ever known. Thank the Lord for that. The, uh, you know, um, and so, so from day one, you have not known. And there's a lot of our audience listening this morning that, uh, you know, didn't have that opportunity. They didn't have uh, they 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 maybe they came to the Lord late in life didn't have that opportunity but you know as I look back Eric on my life that you know to to have and I know as I got to be a teenager uh, you know I was kind of resistant to that and sometimes my mom was literally had to we talked about both of us having drug problems yeah. we got drugged to church you know but yeah. boy think I mean how blessed were we how blessed were we to have parents and grandparents who who just took us they knew that 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 their that our uh, walk with the lord our relationship with the lord was the most important thing in our life and they made sure that that was a part of our growing up so that they could put that in our hearts so we wouldn't depart from it talk about your, your grandmother and, and parents and 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 why you think that was important to you yeah well i think it's very important uh i'm so thankful to look back now and have that background uh thankful for uh as i said a moment ago godly parents and grandparents that felt the uh you know had an had a had a revelation of who god was yeah. you know had an experience with god and uh so they wanted me to have that experience and so uh yeah you know i even with my own kids now uh i tell them uh i think the greatest testimony that anybody can have and we're thank we're thankful for every testimony everybody has a testimony but I believe one of the greatest testimonies is looking back over your life and saying, I've always served God. I've always uh, been faithful to him and he's been faithful to me. And, and, uh, and so, but yeah, my life, uh, uh, grew up in church. I'm a product of Sunday school. I'm a product of, uh, you know, revivals and, 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 uh, and just, uh, so ex- thankful for the experiences and how God touched my life over the years. Uh, you know, looking back now, you see him in every moment and every step, every, uh, part of your life every age of your life sure and uh for me to have that i'm just so thankful god's been faithful he's yeah. just been faithful that's yeah. all i can say and you, yeah and there are uh there are folks that uh, 
you know, that they have their, their life started the other way. They, they, they didn't have that background. Maybe they got off, got in, made bad decisions, committed, you know, and, and you're not, neither one of us has not sure. been perfect. I want to make sure, sure the audience understands that we made our own decisions and we're, you know, we're, we're sinners before we accepted Christ. But, the, but then they then had, um, you know, maybe maybe drugs were an issue or other kind of things, and then they came to Christ later, got all that straightened out. And those are wonderful testimonies, and thank God for it. But thank God that you and I had people in our life that guided us in that, and not not that in my case anyway, I got off that path from time to time. I mean, there was a season sure. in my life, even though I accepted Christ when I was 13, you know, there were, there were times in my life, particularly when I first started college, that, you know, if I'd been accused of being a Christian, there wouldn't have been enough evidence to convict me, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, I had those seasons in my life, but you and I both had those people literally from the day we were born that guided us in that direction. What a blessing that is. Yeah, my salvation experience was at, at at age eight. Eight years old. Yeah, it was a district uh, revival meeting. <clears throat> a, a pastor by the, that I had at that time by the name of John Lombard, uh, who pastored the Allgood Church during that time, was preaching that night. And, and uh, you know, I uh, felt something pulling my heart. I tell this everywhere I go. I felt something pulling my heart. It was different boy. as an eight-year-old boy. I was standing there, and he was preaching on heaven. And even though I had heard about heaven my whole life, I decided then I wanted to go there. And uh, and I remember pulling on my grandmother's coat or shirt or blouse or dress or something there. And, and I said, I feel like I need to go to the altar. And she asked me a question I'll never forget. She said, how do you know? And I didn't have the words as an eight-year-old, the vocabulary to understand that. I just laid my hand on my chest and said, I know here. This, she said, okay, you can go. She understood that I had uh, – you know, was receiving that conviction from the Holy Spirit. And so, uh, yeah, that's priceless. Looking back on that, uh, so thankful for that moment. Uh, my life changed then, it's been changed since. And you and you were an eight-year-old boy. Eight-year-old, and, yeah. And your grandmother was sitting beside you. Yep. And you knew the love of God through the Holy Spirit was calling you. And you were, you happened to be, you said you happened to be in a church meeting. At, yeah. We were in a, Lombard, was he ministering that he night? He was. He was preaching on heaven that night. And uh, it was a district revival of some sort. I, it's been a long time ago. Yeah. I don't remember all the details. But I certainly remember the Holy Spirit dealing with my heart. And I made my mind up that night. I wanted to go to heaven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Better than the alternative. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know, I remember, uh, Pastor Eric, the, uh, as an eight-year-old boy myself, I was sitting and I was raised in had Sunday school and raised in church. I, I tell her about I started going to church nine months before I was born. That's and true, I, yeah. Too, <laughs> in my mother's womb. Yeah. But I was sitting in the third grade, Miss Ridner's class, Sweetwater Elementary School. Wow. And I and, and, and I just I just realized that I that I didn't know Christ. That if he came back today, or if I happened to die that day, I wouldn't go. I would not go to heaven. And I remember that just uh, there was Miss Miss Rodner, my my teacher was teaching a class. So there was, but all that was in me from my lifetime, and I just realized that wow, I need Jesus. Yep. Now I didn't act on that actually till I was thirteen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I received Christ when I was thirteen years old at the Woodward Avenue Church of God in Athens. Yeah. But I had the same kind of experience. Uh, as you did an eight-year-old boy, and you responded then and received Christ, and, and that's when you were born again. Yeah, absolutely. There was such a significant uh, preaching in that day and time, and, and I still try to preach that way myself and as a pastor, but you know, they wanted us to go to heaven and be ready for the coming of Christ. Yeah. And I made my mind up. I didn't want to miss that moment. Yeah, exactly right. And then, so uh, then you mentioned that then then you your your pattern in church continued and has continued throughout your life. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Wow. I've uh, never been away from church. 
Thank wow. the Lord. And you're raising your children that way. Yes, sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, I look forward to continuing our conversation. Thank you for being with me today. Uh, Eric Vickers is here, pastor of uh, Praise Cathedral Church of God here in Cookville, and our conversation continues in just a moment on the chat. Happy to have you with us. I'm your host, Rod Henry. The chat, uh, my guest today in studio, Pastor Eric Vickers, Pastor of Praise Cathedral Church of God here in Cookville, Tennessee. Eric, we've talked about the fact you're receiving Christ. You were you were born on Thursday in church on Sunday, received Christ as your Savior as an eight-year-old boy. Your grandmother's sitting beside you in the church service. You felt like you said, I need to go because I want to go to heaven. She said, how did you know? You said, I know it here. You were touching your heart. Mm-hmm. You received Christ. Talk, talk to us about, our audience, about uh, so that was your life, but then, then God, at some point in time, you felt led to the ministry. I mean, tr- talk about how that happened from the time you were eight until the time you accepted that call. Sure. Uh, I accepted the call to preach at about the age of 18. Uh, the Holy Spirit just really began to deal with me, determined dealing of the Holy Spirit to my heart. I, I, I just, I wore the saints out for months, just, uh, going to the altar and praying and weeping and crying and felt like God was doing something in my heart different than what he'd been doing before. And, uh, <clears throat> I think folks thought that I was messing up and backsliding on Sunday and or Saturday <laughs> and coming to church and repenting on Sunday. I, I was on the altar so much, you know, but, uh, thank the Lord that I had a pastor during that time that recognized what God was doing and saying. And, uh, he actually, uh, <clears throat> Had me stand up one day. He said, Eric, do you not understand what God's saying and doing? And I said, no, I don't. I, I just know God's d- dealing with me. As, and you were a teenager. I was 18 years old along okay. that. And he said, God's calling you to preach. And I, it just floored me. I thought, well, Lord. He said I, that in a public setting? He did, church, in, in front of the church. Was that Pastor Lombard? No, that was uh, Pastor George Nave up at the Livingston Church during okay, that time. Yeah. We were attending up there for some time. and uh, But, yeah, he recognized that and actually gave me the opportunity to begin preaching there in that church at Livingston there and Livingston Church of God. So now when he uh, said that, Eric, did he when he said, I believe God's calling you to ministry, to pastor, to preach, did that kinda did that set well in your spirit? Did you go, Yeah, that's it? Or did you have still have questions about it? You remember how you it's been <laughs> Absolutely. A while you felt that day it you, floored me. You said you gotta be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well actually two things. First okay. of all, it floored me. It took me by complete surprise. Oh, and the yeah. second thing I thought of was why me, God, I've always been nice to pastors. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I, it, it did actually begin to settle on me at that time, and I began to understand that that's what God had been saying with me. And then uh, there were so many things after that in different places would be, and the Lord would confirm it, uh, you know, in so many ways. But one of the greatest confirmations was when he first began to allow me to preach. You know, we just – the church knew it. I knew it. Uh, God was using me to touch lives, and, and I'm so thankful for that floored and humbled by that you know but uh, even you know i look back on those first little sermons that i did they were terrible probably the saints just had to endure you know but yeah. uh you know uh god gave us grace and mercy and uh <laughs> and so uh but anyway yeah we uh we just knew that that's what uh, it, it there was just such a great affirmation and confirmation by the holy spirit there that uh really gave me a a great uh confidence and that this is what god was doing and wow yeah 
Well, you know, so here's the pastor naive, and he says he's because so he he begins to give you opportunity. He begins to put take you and put under his wing. And and do you happen to remember? And I remember for me, but uh, you do you remember? That he said, "Okay, I want you." Did he say, "Minister Wednesday night, Minister Sunday night, teacher Sunday school"? You remember your first time? Very clearly, uh, <laughs> very clearly. He actually invited me home that Sunday after church. He said, "I want you to come home and eat lunch with me today." And uh, and so we were sitting around the lunch table and eating uh, a good meal. And he said, hey, you know, I want to talk to you about preaching and ministry and just kind of begin to speak into my life. And and uh, he, he said, I want you to preach next Sunday night. And uh, I didn't know how to preach. I, you know, I knew the word. I was a student of the word since a child. And, and you're 18. Yeah, I was 18 at that time. And so I didn't know what to say. I literally went home from that dinner, that meal we had, that lunch. I did not eat again till the following Sunday night. I fasted seven days and seven nights. Wow. I was so uh, humbled, but I was so fearful, and I was, I, you know, didn't know what to do, and I just began to fast and pray. And uh, But anyway, that next Sunday night, there were people showed up. I don't know how the word got out. People showed up from all over and uh, begin students that I went to school with, friends of mine, you know, and they just no showed pressure. up. No pressure whatsoever. <laughs> and, and honest to goodness, when I got done, I may have written down maybe two small paragraphs of things that I felt like the Lord would have me say. I, I just, it was all I had. I didn't know how to do it. Didn't know anything about homiletics, hermeneutics, yeah, you know, that kind yeah. of like pulpit <laughs> etiquette, that kind of thing, you know. But, uh, you know, he, uh, but I read that, I preached out of Romans chapter eight. I read wow. the entire chapter because I only had a few things to say and I needed to make some time up. Yeah. <laughs> and looking back now, it's really funny, you know. But, yeah. uh, but And of course, over the years, Romans chapter 8 has changed uh, uh, yeah. and significantly in the revelation there. But uh, yeah, during that, it was it was funny. But you know what? The main thing that I remember that night is the Holy Spirit was there. Wow. And he uh, touched hearts. And uh, people uh, literally came forward to be prayed for. And I thought I had nothing to say that was really, I thought, good or important. But God knew. And uh, that's the beauty of the Holy Spirit. He knows. You know, I'm thinking about, Eric, the, um, you know, the Bible says, you know, I'm, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God into salvation to the Jew first and also to the Greek. There's power in just telling the story. Yes, there is. And the fact that you were just there reading Romans, which powerful book, powerful chapter, <laughs> you know, and then you could spend a lifetime in that sure. book. You could spend a lifetime in that chapter. Yeah. You know, uh, and but the fact that you were reading the inspired word of God. That's true. Yes. That has God's breath and God's life in it. Mm-hmm. And just that going out, getting into the hearts and minds of the people and stirring it, you know, uh, I, I've said, you know, probably my first sermon, I probably stood up there and picked my nose for 10 minutes. <laughs> You know, but if I could read some scripture, maybe it meant something, you know. I, I remember opening up and saying, you know, I've heard of uh, people having butterflies, but I think I have buzzards flying around this thing. You know, I was terrified, scared to death, knees knocking type yeah, stuff, you know. really. It, but, and you you had been in church literally your whole life, yeah. probably two, three times a week. So you had heard dozens, if not hundreds sure. of sermons. Sure. But now there you were. Yeah. There you were. Yeah. And it was you and folks had coming in to listen to you. Well, there's a weight to it. Yeah. Anytime you speak for God, there's a weight. Knowing that people are adjusting their moral compass to the words that you're saying. Yeah. That's a powerful thing. Yeah, it is. Well, and then, and then, and then, so, so you, that was your first time. And, and uh, when you sat down, you said, thank the Lord I survived this. But, <laughs> but, you know, I, I would imagine if it was like me that, that you, that there was a, a sense of, yeah, I just, God just used me. It fits. It, yeah. it it just felt good inside. Yeah. Is it that fits. the way it was? Yeah, it does. It still does. Yeah. After all these years, uh, it still fits. Yeah. 
feels right. That's yeah. what I'm supposed to do. It's what I was made for, born for. You're born, yeah. Yes, this, sir. You, you know that when you were you were born to do that. Yes, I mean, sir. that's what's uh, that's why God was part of His plan for you, for your life. Absolutely. So you did that, and then the pastor start using you more and more after that. Is that yeah, how that yeah? Uh, he he allowed me to minister there some, and uh, some other folks heard about it and called me. You know, I'd get to travel out a little bit and and uh, stretch your legs and get out in some other church and and preach. And then uh, right after that was along the time that I felt the Lord calling me into seminary, I felt I needed to know more. So when we come back here, I want to talk about that, your transition from sure. what you were doing in that first sermon to how you're pastoring now and, yeah. and give some advice to maybe some other people that are feeling God's call in their life. Absolutely. Eric Vickers, pastor of Praise Cathedral Church of God, my guest today on the chat. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Happy to have you with us on your on the chat today. I'm your host, Dwight Henry. My guest is my friend, Pastor Eric Vickers, pastor of the Praise Cathedral Church of God. Uh, Eric, we just heard about your first sermon. Hey, you fasted for a week. Yeah, fa- sure literally did. fasted for a week to get ready for that. Sure did. And uh, and then uh, stood up and in spite of having buzzards flying around and you're not butterflies, <laughs> I love the way you phrase yeah. that. Read from read the entire chapter eight of the book of Romans, made some comments, and God used that. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So from that, now talk about life, but between that point in time and how now you have entered into uh, entered into the pastorate, and talk about how God led you in that direction. Sure. Uh, I, I felt the Lord just would uh, have me to know more, and I uh, felt the Lord drawing me. I had the opportunity to attend uh, World Harvest Bible College in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, worked for Pastor Rod Parsley uh, for a number of years there, and and uh, when I came back, uh, when I finished there— Did you there, live up there physically, lived there for a while? I did. I lived there for about three years, uh, and then when I came back to Cookville, I felt like the Lord would have me come back to Cookville. Didn't have any leading to go anywhere else. And a good friend of mine invited me to uh, the Cookville Church of God. And, uh, of course, I knew about the Cookville Church of God. I was grew up in the All Good Church. So, you know, there's kind of all in that same district area. And so, but, yeah, invited me there. And I, I'll never forget, I walked in that first Sunday morning and sat down. And uh, the Lord spoke to me during that service. And he said, I want you here. I want to use you here. But I don't want you to advertise. I'll use you when I'm ready to use you. Uh, you just sit still and be quiet. And when the time comes, you know, we'll uh, – We'll uh we'll we'll make that transition. I just trusted the Lord for that, and so, uh, you know, uh, but what the happened point is you knew you were at home. I knew I was you at home. You knew where you were yep. supposed to be. You yep. just you just knew that. In I your did. Heart. The, yeah, yeah. The Holy Spirit just spoke that so plain and clear to my spirit. And uh, Charles Oaks was pastoring there during that time, and uh, and just a few months later, he uh he uh, was moved made a transition to pastor another church. And uh, we got a uh, pastor during that time, uh, and he stayed for about 10 years. His name was uh, Ken Stevens, his wife, Ken and Rita. And uh, Kenneth Stevens uh, heard me preach for the first time. And uh, So you were ministering some at that church? Well, the first time I got to minister was on a Wednesday night, and Brother uh, Oaks said, listen, I'm not going to be here. We're making the transition out. The new pastor will be here Sunday. I need you to fill in for me Wednesday. I said, sure. So I didn't expect any of them to be there. Well, they both showed up that night. And so, again, no pressure, you know, right? <laughs> and so, uh, but anyway, Ken Stevens came up to me that following Sunday night, and, and uh, he put his hands on my shoulder. I'll never forget it. had tears in his eyes. And he said, I think I know why I'm here. I think part of my reason for being in Cookville is to mentor you. I want to be a father to you, a spiritual wow. father and a mentor. Wow. and." And helped me, and I was so green, you know. I had the zeal, and uh, had the no, you know. I didn't have the know-how and the wear and all. I just had the zeal and the fire of God, and and uh, but I didn't have the, uh, uh, I didn't have that mentorship there. 
And so for 10 years, he mentored me and he actually saw things. I mean, I was always going to be satisfied with being lay ministry. You know, I'm that guy that filled in in Sunday school or, or drove the van. You know, we fulfilled all those. Uh, you served jobs, where you were, wherever you were. Whatever capacity. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, then on Sunday nights, he'd allow us to preach. Some of us younger pastor preachers during that time. And, yeah. and he had three or four of us there. And so anyway, uh, long story short, but, um, ended up after about 10 years, uh, he, he realized that, uh, God was probably going to use me in pastoral ministry. And I still, again, that just floored me. I was okay being evangelist lay ministry, you know, and, uh, but he helped me to see these things and develop those things. And, um, uh, actually, uh, guided me through the process of getting a uh, license through the church, you know, being ordained and that kind of thing. And, and, uh, <clears throat> so he was uh, very instrumental in doing that and terrific, terrific spiritual father, still very close to him this day. And, uh, and so, uh, but yeah, uh, he helped me to see that. And then, uh, you know, uh, the Lord just brought it all about. I never dreamed we'd be pastoring at Praise Cathedral. It's a wonderful church, good people. So you've been a, as part a part of that church for over 20 years. Yeah, it was actually 21 years, uh, the first weekend of June, I think. And you've been pastor for what you said, seven years or so? Yeah, lead pastor about seven years. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it's just been, it's been one step of faith at a time from, yes, from an eight-year-old boy mm-hmm. knowing you're supposed to go forward and receive Christ as your Savior mm-hmm. to some sort of calling on your life that you didn't know exactly mm-hmm. what it was, but Absolutely. God put a man in your life and told you that. Yeah. Uh, had that, had that sermon. Your first sermon was in Livingston? Yeah. In yeah. Livingston? Yes, sir. And then now you just followed that. You And you said something um Pastor Eric, a number of times, you mentioned the Holy Spirit. You know, the Holy Spirit, we have the Holy Spirit. You know, Christ in us is our hope of glory. When we receive Christ, we become the temple of the Holy Spirit. And he's there as our teacher, as our guide, as our mentor, and to provide us with that voice of direction. And it's mm-hmm. apparently some, and, and people who have that, we're just in a position of advantage, aren't we? Absolutely. If, we just need to know, learn that voice and, and follow it, right? Yeah, absolutely. He's such a necessity. He's so important. Yeah. Uh, even Jesus in the Word of God said, "Hey, it's I, I've got to go back to the Father. It's important yeah. that the Holy Spirit come." You know, yeah. He understood the need that uh, the church and His people would have, uh, and how that Holy the Holy Spirit, who is a person, by the way, uh, He would feel that need, and He would be, uh, you know, in our hearts to lead us and guide us. I, someone asked me at church recently. Uh, recently said, uh, "Pastor, how important is the Holy Spirit?" I said, "Well, I wouldn't go to the mailbox without the Holy Ghost." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, because we because God's you know the the Bible says He will order our steps. Yes, and, He does. And I, as, as I hear you, Pastor, I, I hear you. You know, here's of course you were fortunate to have parents or grandmother in your life that that led you in that direction. But then you followed that at eight years old. You're still following today, and and I, and I I do too. There's times when I've when I've not listened that I wish I would mm-hmm. you know not, uh, not done what sure. I but and but but every time that you have that, sometimes we just say something told me. Yep. I had a feeling. But if we're people, uh, Christ followers and believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, if, if something comes to my heart and stays there and it's, it's not doesn't scream at me, but leads me more often than not, that's your Holy Spirit. And it, it may not be going to the ministry. It may not be. It may be. Don't take that road. to Absolutely. To, it may be do something that otherwise wouldn't make sense, but uh, which pays to follow that voice, doesn't it? Yeah, he's instrumental in every detail of my life. I, I trust in him for every decision of every day. He's the first one I. Uh, hey, what do I need to do here? You know, you know the perfect mind and will of God. I want to know what the perfect will of God is, and you're the one to speak that to me. 
Yeah. I heard, I've heard I heard somebody say one time that he order he orders in the Holy Spirit he orders our steps, but he also orders our stops. Yeah, he tells us when to stop. He tells us when to go, yep. and that's one of the great benefits of, of you know we're going to go to heaven when we die. That'll be the one sure. that's wonderful. Yep. That's icing on the cake. That's for eternity. We're in the presence of the Lord forever. But you know, for the, but but the, the here and now can be hard sometimes. Yeah, and He's the one going to get us there. <laughs> that's right, and the Holy Spirit will guide us <laughs> absolutely not only to heaven but through this life. It has been great to have you in studio, Thank Patrick. You. It really has. Thank it's you an for honor. taking time to, to join us, and uh, God bless you and your ministry and your continued efforts at Praise Cathedral. You've had me over there a few times to minister, and I really appreciate that opportunity. Thank you for having me. Pastor Eric Vickers has been our guest today on the chat. So happy to get to visit with my friend. So happy you could join us today. Also, join us same time next week right here for the chat. <laughs> 